If there's one thing we've learned about business and life, it's that people are the X Factor. They constantly surprise us, both in amazing ways and not so much. We're Ben and Sia, and welcome to the Gnaw on This Business Bites podcast. This show is all about real-life things we all deal with every day, how they relate to business, and how to make some sense out of our daily chaos. Welcome to the show. And welcome back to another episode of Non This Business Bites. I'm Ben and this is Sia. And this week I want to talk about lies, half lies, biases and propaganda. Where is the line in the sand? We sit there and we look at this. We say, I've got my truth. I've got my truth. You know, and the question is, is my truth the truth? <laughs> I heard the greatest line the other day. It was from a movie. It says, you know, do you believe that there is one truth? It says, it does, it does God have that truth? He says, yes, God, the, oh, sorry. Do you believe that the Bible is, is absolute? He says, yes, the Bible is absolute. I just don't think that any of us are smart enough to understand what God was meaning when he wrote it. Ah, interesting. And it's understanding that I was raised one way. You were raised another way. You have your own ideas, thoughts, challenges, fears, wants, desires. I have mine. You know, I grew up in one community. You grew up in another community. You grew up thinking one thing was true. I grew up thinking a different thing was true. Doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong. And therefore, I should think less of you because of it. It's your interpretation and my interpretation based on our biases, based on what we what brought us to that point of our lives. And we need to be able to discuss it on the premise of ideas. We need to be able to sit there and say, okay, this is what I believe based on what I've learned to this point in time. This is what you've learned over this point in time. It's not me against you. It's not my God's bigger than your God. Mm. It's the idea that you think a certain way based on the things that you've learned. I think a different way because based on the things that I've learned. And those are our interpretations. And there is no absolute. There is no black and white. There is shades of gray. And I think we all need to sit there and look at things in terms of we all are biased individuals. And this is not a bad thing. This is not a bad thing because not everybody should grow up the same way. Not everybody should learn things the same way. Not everybody should think the same way. Because if we do, we have groupthink and we never evolve. Different ideas, different thought patterns, different ways of looking at things enable us to grow as human beings, as societies, and as a planet. Sia, let's nod this. Ah, okay. So you, it's so funny. The thing about when you grow up with a belief system in your own internal nuclear family, and then you extend that out into other communities, right? So for those that are religious, then you've got your religious communities. For those that are <clears throat> maybe intellectual communities, whatever, right? Or what other, whatever have you. I think the whole idea of, you know, this whole belief system thing is if you can be open enough to respect that there are other perspectives, 
you'll be fine. Life is going to be fine for you. I think it's when you run into the the belief that no, my way is the highway mm-hmm. to truth, truthiness. And I'm going to condemn others for not being on this train. That's a problem because now you're meddling into other people's lives because you want to um, extol the virtues of your belief system. Now, granted, I'm not trying to say one way or the other. I'm at full disclosure. I'm actually not religious at all. I was actually taught to be respectful of all religions and to judge people based on their merits. Right. I mean, that the whole idea of like the 10 commandments really is pretty universal uh, between all religions, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I'd like to think so, but um, pretty confident it is. And that's a human thing. That's a humanity thing. So if you could be a decent human, whatever your belief systems are, if that makes your whole self and soul, happy and whole, um, then, then you're on the right path for you. You know, and I think that's ultimately what like, again, belief systems in general should provide is to give you that solace, to give you that comfort that you are leading the path that you want to lead. That's going to keep you happy and, you know, keep you on that path of, you know, to lead towards success, to have enriched relationships and lives that you define have at it. So, I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 I have been in so many political and religious conversations. I try to avoid them like the plague because my, my ultimate answer, I guess, to that type of debate is, Hey, if it makes you happy and whole, my friend, I'm happy for you. You may hate me because I don't agree with everything that you say, but you know what? I found something common that we can appreciate, even though we fundamentally have different perspectives. That's my, that makes me happy in life is to know I cannot control your opinions, nor do I have any desire to try to control any of your opinions. So therefore I'm actually happy because I don't care to try to control your, your opinions. Well, it's being secure in your own beliefs. Is that, and is being, that? And, but, and, and not being threatened by others hmm. because how other people interpret a situation if it's different the way that you interpret the situation, that could be a point of learning for you and a point of interest for you. I'll never forget. I was in university and I had a professor that was a statistics professor and he swore up and down the statistics were God and that there was one absolute truth based on statistics. Statistics did not lie. Mm. There was only one way of looking at this. This is statistics. So I wrote a paper. And halfway up the paper, I I took the set of statistics and I and I and I I proved a point, and then I spent the back half of the paper disproving the, that same that that same theory based on the exact same statistics. The question is, is it is that are we thirty you know are, are, is it thirty percent male and seventy percent female or is it or or is it seventy percent female and thirty percent male? What 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 is it? What is the, uh, what is this? Do, do 30, 30% of people believe in it or 70% of people dis, disbelieve it? Both are true. Yeah. Both are true. You know, whether you depends on, on how you want to take a look at that set of facts and interpret them for yourselves because it makes you feel better and it, and it feeds into your narrative, into your bias, into your sense of self-worth. And how you interpret things and how somebody else interprets them are different, 
as you said, where I have a problem is when you try to shove your beliefs down my throat and tell me that my way is the right way, your way is wrong, which makes you evil and makes you wrong. And I and I and and deal and you're delegitimized because you don't believe what I believe. Yeah. And I think that that's what's the, where we have a problem, whether it's in in our personal lives, in society, in our religion, in our government, or whatever. It's when we spend more time trying to disprove somebody else and show that they're wrong than prove that we're right, I think we've devolved as a society. 100%. I agree. Do you think it's lack of empathy or lack of curiosity to research for yourself? I think it's both. I think that we, here's the thing. Let's take social media for, for as a perfect example. Even, even take a look at Google for a perfect example. How we put in the word search determines on what we get out. Yeah. How we ask the question determines the answers we're going to get. That's ChatGPT too, dude. You know, <laughs> that's ChatGPT. Yeah. How we, you know, the people that we continually like and the, and the, and the things that we continually see on LinkedIn bring us more. I, you know, I've been following a few threads on YouTube and watching a whole bunch of videos lately. And guess what? Surprisingly enough, a whole bunch of new videos show up with the exact same thought process and the same, same set of ideas yeah. start showing up in my YouTube feed. How does that happen? You know, we're all sitting there slaves to an algorithm. And the question is, do we buy into it and sit there and say, okay, since this is the stuff that we're seeing all the time, this must be the only thing that's right? Or do we say, this is a viewpoint, maybe I should take the time and look for other viewpoints to see, is there another way of looking at this? Is there a different way I can ask the question that's going to get me different results? If I ask, you know, if I start looking at people with different viewpoints on LinkedIn, am I going to start getting you know, uh, more stuff in my feed that has, that might be contrary to my own views, but I'm going to learn something that, that I hadn't seen, or I'm going to gain insights that I haven't seen before. We need to push ourselves. And I, and the question is, is that curiosity? Is that empathy? Whatever. I think it's human nature. Mm. And I think we, we look for opinions and we look for the comfort of the people that believe what we believe, because it gives us a sense of self-worth. And it's a lot more comfortable to do that than peer around the corner and look at ideas and ideologies and philosophies that may not be congruent with our own personal views. Look, what I find interesting is the older I've gotten, and I think it's like you say, human nature, mm -hmm. we get more set in our ways. And I yes, think maybe that's why you and I, yes, we are of a certain age, but I do think we're, I do think a lot of folks my age, actually, and I would like to think we're different than, you know, what other previous generation, but I, I feel like if, if we could just stay strong and staying open and curious, like I said, of to say, maybe my thought process is going to have to evolve a little bit. Case in point. I'm not talking religion politics. Okay. What I am talking about is technology. All right. So mm -hmm. there are some individuals who are like, I am technophobic. Okay. That's great. But you know what? If you just slightly, just slightly calm down a little bit, we're probably more technologically inclined than we believe we are. 
Now, I know I sold technology for 20 plus years, but let me tell you, peoples, if I can solve your problem technically, you've got bigger issues with your IT department, okay? It's flat out. But, but, but as a user, as a consumer of tech te technology, there's a lot we know that you challenged this 20 years ago. We wouldn't, no one would know. You just kind of, you kind of learn it by practice. And maybe that's what, maybe that's our, maybe that's our end result of our conversation is, is like, hey, validate, you know, research and practice. And maybe that's what we can do to help with our bias conversations and our viewpoints and maybe our ability to have that kind of communication to one another where we are not going to, we are not going to fundamentally agree. Like you and I agree on a lot, but there's some little small things that we don't agree on. And it's like, you know what? I don't hate you for it, but I do yeah. know I will never talk to you about that topic if you want to stay friends, right? Like, <laughs> you know, that's, that's but but it's interesting what you say about technology. Here's an interesting statistic. We understand and utilize five to eight percent of our current tech stack, whatever it is. Doesn't matter what level you are, ninety to ninety-five percent of people use five to eight percent of their current tech stack. Mm. So think about it in Microsoft Word. If you're only using five to eight percent of what that technology can actually do, that's ninety plus percent of the technology that you're staying away from because you're scared of it. Yeah. Because you haven't, you're not curious enough to sit there and go, oh, if I press this button, what happens? If I do this, what happens? Guess what? Save button is a beautiful thing. You save and then play. And I think we need to sit there and look for ways to play ideologically in a safe zone and be able to sit there and realize that most times the world doesn't hang in the balance. Most of the time we can have conversations with people and say, you know what? Let's leave that one alone. You know, we've hit a hot button. We've hit, we've hit a button where obviously both of us, you know, are, are vehemently disagreeing with each other. Maybe let's agree to disagree. Yeah. But on the vast majority of things, it's healthy to have that conversation and we need to learn and we need to have the ability to have that conversation and learn from each other and verify each other and and back up our own you know viewpoints to actually prove to ourselves that what we believe is actually valid mm -hmm. or if it's just something that we've thought all our lives because somebody else told us that way. That's exactly. how it is. Mm, uh, yeah, I I agree. <laughs> so let's leave it there. I'm Ben. I'm Sia. <laughs> and I'm glad we agreed to disagree. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for listening to another episode of Not On This Business Bites. If you liked what you heard, we most humbly ask that you like, share, and hit that subscribe button. If you want to communicate more effectively within your organization, contact Ben at yourbrandmarketing.com or me at brilliantbeammedia.com. We can help you build your community, brand awareness, and personality through digital content and podcasting. We cannot wait to hear from you. So see you next week for another episode of Not On This Business Fights.